All right. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Expensive Science Baby, the podcast. Week three. Week three. <laughs> uh, we had a little decline in listeners after week one, which I anticipated. I'm Chris. Oh, shoot. I'm Amy. <laughs> it's probably because nobody can tell who, is, who we are. So. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I believe our numbers are still up over 200, so thank you very much for sticking uh, with us. Yeah, we even had some people write us, which is awesome because when people write us, we know people are listening. <laughs> so I thought we could start by going through the people that wrote, that wrote us. And we'll just use their first names. Do you think that's okay we use the first name? We should use initials, or what do you think? Uh, we should use initials. Or really? First initial. Yeah, I think so. Because they didn't publicly like put anything on our Facebook wall. Uh, that's they sent true. sent us a private message. That's true. And, yeah, I mean, that's true. Thanks, and thanks for writing us. Um, if you want us to use your first name, that's cool. But just let us know. Um, uh, just, okay, so we got something from K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm an M in black, or men in black, because <laughs> the K and the G and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm just going to paraphrase, but Kay says that um, saw a recent podcast and uh, they're going through their second, their, they just conceived their second child IVF at the same place we are, correct? I believe so. And so they learned a ton of stuff over the last six, seven months. Obviously, if you've gone through IVF a few times, you know a lot more. And it was just a nice email saying, we're here if you need any questions. Um, nothing really for us, just more of a support email, which is always fun. Always yes, nice. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, thanks for sending that. Hey, <laughs> and we got M&S, two people, a couple, He said, hi, Amy and Chris, just want to send an email on behalf of my wife uh, that I really enjoy your podcast since finding about it on the Reddit, which is awesome. Because, oh, the Reddit got us some listeners. Yay. Yay. Thanks, Reddit, because Reddit's awesome. Uh, we're pretty much right around where you guys are in IVF. S will start medication this week and do a retrieval towards the end of the month. So retrieval is the egg retrieval? Yes. Okay. We're scared, nervous, and stressed out, maybe like a midichlorine level, <laughs> which is oh. awesome. I've been asking ourselves a lot of the same questions you guys have. Thanks for sharing your thoughts and feelings on IVF via the podcast. We're both amazed at how upbeat you guys sound in the face of everything, everything that's happened in the past. You guys are really fun and entertaining. We don't mind Chris's language in the slightest. Yes, that's awesome. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> I think he also added, I think to go through IVF and not swear once in a while, or even a lot, would be unrealistic. So there you go. Best of luck to you guys, and I guess us too because they're just going through it as well and please keep up the good work in the podcast cheers mns uh thanks guys really appreciate that um yeah good luck to you uh it's a interesting crazy world that we're in now and keep us updated keep us telling us how it's going and i wish you the best of luck yeah uh, i don't know how many questions i'll have for everybody out there um who has the answers for me because not that I don't appreciate that you're out there, but I think part maybe part of the fun of this podcast will be for all of the uh, you listeners if I learn the information week by week <laughs> and don't get too far ahead of ourselves. Um, so that's kind of where I'm, I'm at right now, but I really appreciate that you are all offering to answer any of my questions. And who knows, maybe I will have a ton uh, later. We're kind of in a lull right now uh, with our process, which we'll get to in a little bit. Right. Unless there's like a giant pitfall that like you stepped into and we can avoid, then yeah, let us know that one. Yes, we that appreciate be, that. So. That'd be helpful. And I did have somebody uh, either through uh, my blog that I write about uh, grief and loss or um, or my or a Facebook private message, I don't remember. Uh, but somebody out there also gave us an estimate on their, their drug costs. Which I, the first estimate we got from the first estimate, remember the first estimate we got from our clinic was three thousand dollars a cycle, and then somebody reached out and said it's closer to five thousand dollars per cycle, 
And this person reached, a new person said that they used some kind of pharmacy in Texas, I think. I'll have to go back and read. And it was only like $2,500 per cycle. So that's quite a range. Yeah. I remember when you <laughs> told me that, that tonight I had a dream where we were going to like Mexico to find drugs. And it, <laughs> Stay tuned. Maybe we will go to Mexico. IVF drugs. Like we need drugs. to go to Mexico and find IVF drugs. But I think that's the thing. I, it probably is. I don't and know. Some people actually go to Mexico to do the whole thing because it is remarkably cheaper. Sure. As long as you're... But I think you have to be able to stay in Mexico for some time. <laughs> right. And as long as everything's good as far as top-notch treatment and everything, you don't want to take risks with your right. body and stuff. So uh, if any listeners out there have done this process in Mexico, <laughs> we would be happy to hear from you. What or, is our email address? You know what? Anywhere else in the world. Um, I'm interested in different countries, too. <laughs> uh, email address is expensivesciencebaby at gmail.com. Same name of the show at gmail.com. Nice and easy. So, yeah. yeah, give us an email. Really appreciate it this week. Thanks I do for know uh, via the Reddit, you know, that if you live in Canada or um, United Kingdom, it's kind of covered and paid for. The whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll talk a little bit about that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So now I wanted to get to, I just wanted to mention, uh, so yesterday was Mother's Day. Was it a great day? So it was a difficult day for me, especially for, you know, a variety of reasons. Um so certainly second Mother's Day without Persephone, so that was hard. But I also wanted to talk, just mention it and talk about it um, for those of us dealing with infertility. And we've had the desire and the want and the love to be a, a mom or a parent and for maybe sometimes years and we haven't been able to. Mother's Day can also be a very, very sucky day with a month leading up to it and the commercials are still on tv the day after reminding you of all the things you don't have the things you really really want and the things that maybe you'll never get to have certainly without adoption maybe you'll never get to have them biologically you certainly could have them through adoption if that's you know something that you uh that works with your life but i just wanted to throw that out there that uh infertility sucks all the time but maybe especially sucks on mother's day and then in june it will suck especially on father's day so, happy Mother's Day to all of you <laughs> that are basically moms in your hearts, but you don't have that baby yet. Yeah, I was amazed. I mean, we spent a lot of time together yesterday just trying to get through the day. And was it two or three different people that said to you, for with no prompting whatsoever, we no. didn't have a car seat. We don't. You don't have a shirt that says, I have a baby. They just said, happy Mother's Day to you. And I was thinking to myself... You know, we could be struggling with infertility. And hey, we are we struggling are. with infertility. And I, we're, you know, we... I just said thank you because I am a mother and I'll always be a mother. Right. But a lot of women out there struggling with infertility don't have the same... They're not dealing with uh, secondary infertility like we are. They are dealing with infertility where they've never been able to conceive a child naturally. And yeah, so that's a pretty ballsy move to just go and say happy Mother's <laughs> Day to a woman. Just random woman, yeah. And yeah. maybe you just look like a mom. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, don't do that. <laughs> well, again, it's about the, you know, the intent is, I'm trying to get to the intent is they're, they just want to be polite and nice, which is great. It's just, it can be con- conceived <laughs> in a different way. And it, it, it is sometimes. So, but uh, yeah, that's all. Okay. It's Mother's Day. Sorry, it was a crappy day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, now we're going to just share with you our stress levels for the week based on <laughs> not Mother's Day or anything like that, but just based on what we're going through in this. Uh, IVS, IVF process. So uh, we'll remind you of our stress level scale. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta I remember Bob Ross. So we're, the scale is uh, lowest to highest stress level of uh, Bob Ross, lowest stress level. Uh, Dorothy, when Rose tells a St. Olaf story, would be our next level. I saw somebody with a St. Olaf shirt on, and that's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> 
mid-level would be uh, midichlorians. If you mention that in front of a Star Wars uh, true fan, they're going to go a little bit crazy because it's a made-up thing that didn't exist. You should go watch the Rogue One trailer again. It's pretty good. Uh, then Serenity Now, and then our top of our list, which seems like it could be even closer uh, this week, nope. is America nope. under a Trump presidency. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> okay, so where are you at this week? I mean, again, we haven't really started a whole lot, but, you know, things yeah, are going on. Uh, this week I'm kind of Bob Ross. Yeah, yeah me too. There's not a lot. Not a lot going on. I'm a little nervous about tonight, but we're, other than that, we're good. I don't want to fall down and, you know... Yeah, so what Chris is talking about, uh, for all of you who aren't Chris and Amy and know what he's talking about, is, so we've talked before about our Twins season tickets, um, and tonight we're going to the game in the rain, and Chris gets to dress up as a mascot for the fifth inning mascot race. That'd be pretty exciting. Like the third inning mascot race, but yeah. I thought it was fifth. Third or fourth, because you're back by the fourth. But yeah, Mm. so I don't want to fall and like the head come off and children everywhere scream that I'm not a real bird or whatever. We've been to quite a few Twins games, and I will say, I've seen people (laughs) fall down, but I've never seen a head fall off. Yeah, I haven't either, but I could be the first. <laughs> Try to avoid that. <laughs> Run okay. like Nunez with your head back. Well, then maybe his head would fall off. That's, That's, That's not, not a good, good thing. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I don't really have any stress this week. Um, oh, how can that be? You actually have a thing. You get to do a thing this week. Yeah, not stressful at all. <laughs> do you want to talk about the thing? Since We'll segue into the thing. It's fine. Okay, all right. All I guess right. we'll talk about our thing. Yeah, so I made an appointment for Wednesday. Let's be honest with our listeners. Uh, Amy made an appointment for Chris for Wednesday. Which I said last week you would have to make the appointment for me, and you did. Thank and you. And I did. Um, th- I think this is one of the only things you get to do. Yeah. You get to do two things in yeah, this process. there's not much. They're the same things. Right. <laughs> uh, so this is one of the things you get to do. This is the testing part. The testing. Yeah. yeah. So the hardest part, is, or Wednesday... Is we go on Wednesday? And what time is it again? We don't go anywhere. I go somewhere. <laughs> Chris goes Wednesday. I hope, yeah, they have, I hope they have the sweet VHS um, tape going again. Oh, I just had the page open in this booklet For of what? what exactly it is. So you need to stall. I oh. know what I need to do. Okay, so you are having he's having a semen analysis um, at an andrology lab, which sounds pretty fancy, and you are having it. For, to test for intracytoplasmic sperm injection needs. Right. That's the one to make sure that they can penetrate the egg and they're good at doing that and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, that's exactly right. So, the, it's the booklet. They sent, So, they sent us this booklet, our <laughs> clinic. And I haven't really looked at it much until right now. That's my bad. But lots of good information in this booklet. <laughs> um, so, it says, an embryologist will review the semen analysis and determine if ICSI should be used in our case. Right. So, but yeah. that's all we know right now. Of like, I don't know how they determine that. Well, they look at numbers and they look at other things. But yeah, you're right. We'll we'll figure that out. Maybe when we get the results, it'll be a good time to talk about it. Because if they just go on that morphology of how normal it looks, I don't I don't trust that test at all. Because we've naturally conceived before. I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't know what they're testing for. I don't know what the numbers will be. I'm interested. Because mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So that's what's happening on Wednesday. What time do you know? <laughs> 145 or 115. Okay, so one of those two. Yeah, All I've right. got it written we'll down figure that it out. Work. Um, so that's tomorrow, isn't it? Today is Monday. I don't know what day it is. Yeah, okay, so that's Wednesday. Um, sucky thing so is abstinence until Wednesday. So. <laughs> Perhaps his stress level is could be a little bit uh, elevated. Yeah, we're going to go to Dorothy because it's, it's just annoying. Some yeah. time of abstinence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that... Yeah, I don't have to do anything for this. It's very interesting. Really, that's about it. And that's one thing that I wanted to talk a little bit about is um, 
your stress level obviously is going to go up and down a lot more. You're going to mm-hmm. have a lot more, um, I don't know, drugs do weird things to you, and the hormones are going to do weird things to you, and I hope that you, I don't know, how do I put this? I'm going to support you, obviously, but I hope that there's other people that help around you to support you, because it's going to be weird, and it's going to be, it's going to be very stressful. It's going to be really fucking stressful, so I hope that you have people around you that you can lean on that's not me because <laughs> sometimes i'm not there or i do i have good people okay uh i also have wine <laughs> not when you're trying to have a child <laughs> you don't have wine <laughs> so i guess we can talk this will be an interesting subject to talk about so i'm in the camp of you drink until it's pink what does that mean <laughs> so there are some women and i think all women maybe are like this when they're first trying to have a baby because uh, you don't know about your cycle, you don't know exactly, you're, you just don't know everything yet about what it actually takes to have a baby or when it actually happens, etc. So these women will not drink at all when they're trying to get pregnant. Oh. Like at all. Oh, no, you can drink when you're trying to have pregnant. Trying to pregnant. Let me finish. That's the best time to get pregnant is when finish. you've been drinking. <laughs> Let me finish. So, uh, so there are some people that do that, some women who, who, who do that. I think I did for the first couple of months as well, um, the first time we tried to get pregnant. And then you then you realize, hey... This doesn't happen right away for everybody, number right. one. And then you realize, hey, number two, uh, you're not going to actually be pregnant until five to seven days after you ovulate. You don't ovulate until two to three weeks into your cycle. So there's all that, you know, during yeah. your period, all this all this time where you could have an occasional drink or two at social gatherings or whatnot, which is absolutely fine. Sure. And, and now I've moved into the camp of, <laughs> at, at least until right now, of drink until it's pink, which means... Drink until your pregnancy test is positive. Oh, and I think that's fine. There's a small window where... Well, I do believe with the IVF process, uh, after transfer, I will not be partaking. Because that's... I honestly could be IVF's very a little different. Yeah, that. Yeah, 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 very different for that. Yeah, okay. Well, if you're trying to... I guess we'll use the word naturally, or what do they use? Biologically get Spontaneously. Pregnant? Oh, spontaneously. That's right. As, if and, that, as if there wasn't something that went into it. My body just didn't spontaneously get pregnant. <laughs> if you're spontaneous... <laughs> you're trying to spontaneously get pregnant, drinking's good because it relaxes you. And, and as we all know, relaxing is all you need to do. To get that, is, that is correct. We talked about this last week. We so. did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's interesting. I hadn't heard about that. But yeah, and that's one thing that I had read is that it takes a lot of support, especially for you, mm. because... Yeah, drugs do weird shit. Hormones do weird shit to your body and to your mind. And you're already yeah. a woman. <laughs> so weird stuff happens in and your we mind. And tiny brains. It's hard to process all well, of this. I didn't want to come out and say it. But <laughs> right, <yeah>. right. <laughs> But I do. I have supportive people. And then I have the Reddit, which is also supportive. I do. Um, I don't post all the time on Reddit. Uh, but I have noticed that when women are going through any stage of the IVF, they're more likely to post on the infertility oh, subreddit sure, because sure. they have things that are actually happening. Yeah, <laughs> they're not just complaining, or and I don't want to say that people are just complaining, but they're not just you know venting or sharing their struggles or feelings. They're actually going through some shit, right? So. <laughs> and they have some experience to talk about. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, so now that's what's happening with us. <laughs> Not a lot is happening right now. So now we're just going to talk about some other things that are happening in the world that are kind of related to, or very much related to infertility. Uh, I like to call this segment Infertility in the News. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's news to me. Because <laughs> um, infertility isn't always talked about as much as it has been this week because Janet Jackson is pregnant and she's 50. This is her first child at 50 and they publicly said 
with through the, with the help of a fertility specialist. So does that mean she used like an IVF or? Uh, well, so I've, I follow celebrity news a little bit. Chris doesn't. No, not at all. <laughs> when a celebrity gets pregnant and they're older, there's always speculation. Do you think they used um, some doctors or, fert- or fertility treatments, things like this? I know it was a, it talked about a lot for Jennifer Lopez because she was older and she was pregnant with twins. I think that's always a question when you're pregnant with twins is, is did you use fertility drugs or anything like that? So for the announcement to come out with Janet Jackson being 50, they probably thought everybody's going to be guessing. Well, did she use any help? So they just came right out and said they used fertility specialist. They did not say what exactly they did, but I would be surprised if it wasn't IVF. I would also be kind of surprised if it was her own eggs. Why? It could be donor eggs. Well, because I think... At like 45 to 50, you start going through menopause because you're out of eggs. Well, sure, but she could have frozen them or embryos a while back. Yes, like, that is Who's possible. the one person that I listened to on Joe Rogan this uh, Whitney week? Cummings. Yeah, so she did the same thing. Where she froze her eggs. She's like 31, and she froze either her eggs or, em- or embryos. I think they're well, eggs. Embryos because you should have to have a man. I, well, she, well she, you know, she needs sperm. She doesn't need a man. She needs sperm. <laughs> right, so I think it's eggs. Uh, either one, because she knows the next five years she's going to be too busy, but she eventually wants children, so it's a good That was smart for her, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting yeah. for Jenna. I think she actually got pregnant at 49, but then she just turned 50, so her baby will be born when she's 50 years old. Yeah, that's a late one. I mean, is? kid people are having, some people are having kids later and later, which mm-hmm. is a, a sign of women doing things, getting more, actually there's a correlation between women being educated and later, and later pregnancies. Um, so, I mean, they're off doing other shit. <laughs> but uh, this is really late. I wonder what the latest actually is. I think it's 52. Is it? There was somebody out there who had twins at 52. Okay. I think. That's it could late. be even older, though. Yeah. We didn't look that up. Okay. And you sent me this link. Yeah, so uh, if you're out there in the infertility world, you probably have already seen this. This couple, uh, Spencer and Whitney. Adoption? I think they're going through adoption process. So okay. it must be like their blog about oh, it. I see. Okay. Uh, but they made some um, <laughs> infertility announcements. So, you know, your friends or relative. People do, um, sometimes they're very creative and adorable uh, pregnancy announcements. Um, so maybe they'll they'll stand next to a bottle of spaghetti sauce that says Prego. <laughs> <laughs> they have that one in there. I saw that They one. do. And so this couple is uh, doing a parody of all of these pregnancy announcements with uh, infertility announcements. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> so they have themselves with a picture of Prego. And then in their infertility one, they uh, they have a, they're holding a uh, frozen pizza and says we're barren. It's a red barren pizza with <laughs> "we're" in front of red, so it says we're, we're barren. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty sad. And this one, I okay. So then people will make a, like a fake movie poster about how a pregnancy or a baby is coming in oh, whatever month, and yeah. so she's eating a bunch of food and what have you. So their parody of it uh, is infertile and oh, oh. <laughs> and she's crying. She's so and, sad. And eating more food still. And I think there's some... I thought there'd be pill boxes or something. There's not. <laughs> and this, oh, that's... Oh, oh there are okay. cookings, a bun in the oven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we then there's, there says, we spent all the dough, still no bun in the oven. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to look at it, it's uh, Spencer and Whitney adoption.blogspot.co.uk. So, uh, I, yeah, I'd never seen it till Amy pointed out. It's It's pretty fun. But it looks like they have successfully maybe adopted, or they, they have some, some some little boys, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to talk about this a little bit, because I think in the past, infertility has not been really talked about. Um, and if you're going through it, it's not a fun thing to talk about. You don't want everybody asking you, what are you doing now? Because it means, like, I mean, we're going to 
share everything, but it's a very personal thing of what's going to happen in your body and that kind of thing. You don't want it, and it's sad. So if you're at like a family gathering, especially after you have recently maybe gotten married or moved in together, when are you going to have babies? Oh, jeez, yeah. Um, and then to keep having to say, well, we can't because I'm infertile or yeah. we have a low sperm count. I mean, you're not, you don't want to <laughs> just Correct. answer with that stuff. Um, but I do think more people are talking about it. We even have some Facebook friends out there who announced that they're pregnant, yay, uh, after uh, infertility struggles and through the help of a, a particular clinic in their state, which and we you know didn't know they were struggling through the process, very happy that they are uh, expecting now. Yeah. So I just think it's neat that people are are being more open and talking about it because it's, I mean, after we've started doing this podcast, it's a lot more people that are struggling with infertility than I thought. I thought it was very few. I was one of very few, I thought, or we as a couple <laughs> were a minority of couples. And it seems like there's a lot of couples out there who have this this struggle. Yeah, I thought you were going to say once we started doing this podcast, people were free to come out and say that they were also struggling. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying we led not the charge. Not I not am not, not saying we're Halle Berry now, winning the Oscar. Do you think it's that, like, <laughs> you just, do you think it's one of the things that you just notice it more, or do you think people are actually, because you're dealing with it, or kind of like the death, your child death community? You don't notice it until you're part of it. You don't really notice it. Well, there's actually, there's a there. phenomenon. I, I never thought about this, but there is a phenomenon. I named after a dude. I can't remember what it is. But, like, you buy a Saturn vehicle, and then on the road, yeah. every car you see is a Saturn. Right. That's, That's a phenomenon. I mean. It's uh, some guy's name phenomenon. Let's go with Chris. Chris's phenomenon. Okay. Um, I never really thought about that. Because that's what I noticed for the child death community. You know, I never even considered it being out there, never thought about it, and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of it, and you're like, it's, it's all over the place. I don't know, listeners out there. What do you think? <laughs> I think some of it is people are talking about it a little bit more. I think I would agree with that. I would I would definitely agree with that. I think it's a little bit of both, you know, yeah. because I think it, we're into a place where it's okay to be a little more open with your pers- personal life, and people are a little people are willing to accept more. So, sure. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Um, one question I had was, you know, how there's like 15 states that have some insurance coverage for IVF. Okay. And there's some countries that have complete coverage of IVF and some countries that don't. And you may not want to talk about this, but on a like a base level, a base philosophical level, don't you think that the right to life should be covered? It's weird. So basically my argument is that if your life consists of, what, what do you want out of life? And you're like, well, I want a kid. Okay, that's what you want in life. That's basically your only so thing you're saying on life. Quality of life. Yeah, quality of life. Well, no. Okay, so in America, they have that. They have the saying that we're all, we're all, uh, we can, we all get life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? Yeah. But the American dream. The American dream. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. But they don't have to pay for it. Right. But they will pay for not trying to quit smoking, or something kind of more arbitrary. It's weird to me that they're like. This is not as important to to us, so it's not important to you because we're not going to cover this at all. If you're just talking healthcare, we can go on and on about how much <laughs> money we put into the military for murdering other people or destructing other people. Destructing, <laughs> it's not murder. <laughs> it is killing and death. Right, but murder is different. Than right, right, right. Um, yeah, no, I'm talking about just at a base level. Like, if even if you want to go back to the fact that cats, what, how come the cats always want to be here whenever you're down here? We have some cats, everybody. <laughs> Um, okay, so, like, 
from a from an animal perspective, we're here for one reason: to make our genes go offspring. on, our, yeah, our yeah. offspring go on, and to try to help that in any way possible. But we don't say that's necessary from a fertility or from an insurance point of view. I think that's weird. I think it's, well, I think a better way to say it, and I agree with you, is that um, it's uh, there. It's not malfunction, but there's something um, not functioning properly in our bodies. So from a health yeah, standpoint, yeah, 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 that, that works too. You would think that it would be a thing that would be covered, where Viagra <laughs> is covered. Well, you need that in order to try to have. Yeah, yeah, that's very See, confusing. Yeah. yeah, yes, it is. It is very confusing. I, I just, it's one of those things that I think will, they'll get around to changing um, eventually. I mean, it won't help us because it'll be 10, 15, 20 years once yeah. we get a little more enlightened when we're like. Yeah, this is something that is incredibly important to people. Sometimes it's the only thing that's important to people. Why would we not cover this? And also, here's the thing: is if any uh, legislators out there are listening, <laughs> and uh, if you have not yet watched the film *Idiocracy*, now is the time to do so. <laughs> so uh, it's it's a film by Mike Judge, creator of *Beavis and Butthead* and uh, *Office Space*, and he, in the film. Um, very educated, accomplished individuals waited a very long time to start having children. And through generations and generations, they lost the ability to have children. Or they just waited so or long. Or they waited so long and then they decided not to. Or that there was just like one. You know, because mm-hmm. if you are cutting your... So if you get two very intelligent people and they have one child, that just increased... That decreased their population by 50%. Right. Meanwhile... Um, uneducated... <laughs> Um, less accomplished individuals are having very, very large families. Right. So eventually, the sheer numbers outweigh the intellectual part, and everybody's dumb. <laughs> yes. It is a population of idiots, Why? hence the name idiocracy. Yeah, it's, so, it's pretty good. I mean, just to prevent something like that for the... <laughs> For the um, greater good of a of a society, you should be covering IVF. So that's that's. I mean, honestly, if you look at what a country wants from its population, it wants a healthy population so that it can have soldiers or marines. They're more important, and so that they can pay taxes. They want a healthy population. So if let's let's put it on a grander scale. Let's say everybody is struggling with infertility. The entire country is struggling. You think that they would they would start covering it and like almost man not mandating them but because they need a population otherwise they're not going to have an economy they're not going to have a military they're going to it's in the best interest of a country to keep their population healthy the end (laughs) (laughs) that is my big push for insurance companies to mandate IVF so I guess we got a little political on you not really I was just you I'm sure if I brought this into an insurance company they change their mind there right there just bring all insurance companies will be like Chris's passionate speech has ch- changed our yeah. view. <laughs> you don't think so? Um, oh, I yeah, absolutely agree. You are a liar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks for letting me uh, get off topic for a little bit. Sure. <laughs> what else you got? Anything this week? Um, so this is a slower week <laughs> in yeah. the IVF land yeah. for us personally. We're just getting going. We're going to get to the good stuff eventually. Right now we're just kind of... Uh, going up the track so to speak onto the roller coaster and mm-hmm. eventually we'll get to the top and then you'll go crazy and i'll try to keep you sane yeah <laughs> yeah so i guess i guess we have a shorter show yeah no thanks for uh thanks for listening again this one's a little bit shorter maybe it'll be a little more di- di- digestible to some people um again the email address expensive science baby at gmail.com give us an email let us know what you're thinking 
uh, give us some tips or pointers, or just ask some questions. You know, we like answering questions. Even if we can't answer them, we'll look them up, and then we'll be able to answer them. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, stay tuned for next next week. We'll see how Chris's, <laughs> Chris's one thing he gets to do. Do you think, uh, do you think I'll have my results back by then? I don't know. Ooh, Stay tuned. So. We don't know how long it takes <laughs> Ooh, to get those results. Yeah, the cliffhanger. But, uh, the other semen analyses, analyses <laughs> that you've had came back pretty fast, I think, in like two or three days. That's true. That's true. So it should be pretty quick. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, if you want to know a little bit more about the other podcast, it's uh, Geeks Next Door. <laughs> Feel free to join us. We're going to spoil the crap out of... Uh, Captain America Civil War. It's going to be a blast. Come join us. And that's all I got. I'm so tempted to share all my thoughts about that movie to beat all the other guys to it. And I, just, I won't, I won't do Sorry, it. That's, Sorry. That's reserved for oh, Thursday. Um, I do. Uh, this is a cl- another thing I said last week that I would do that I haven't done yet. I did not yet look into the money. Oh. oh. Purchasing the insurance. Yeah, yeah. So I apologize for all of you out there who were anxiously awaiting what that was going to be like. I can't imagine you were. <laughs> um, wonder yeah. what they're going to do. Uh. <laughs> no, they were wondering about that. Yeah. But like, I wonder what it's going to be like talking to the insurance company. Oh, um, yeah, you're going to put that up for as long as possible. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to I'm gonna call this week. Okay. It's, it's the one where we're buying the insurance policy. Right, I know. And okay. I think we can, yeah, I think we can afford it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to have to... We'll yep. have to do some more stuff. And we'll have to finance the medication. Yeah, anyway, so I'll let you know how that all goes um, next show. Okay. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you all next Tuesday. Yeah. See ya. Bye.